Turpentine! Hey, horror heads! <laughs> Turpentine? Yep! Oh my god! I will come up with even weirder shit to say every time. Fucking turpentine? Yep. You didn't expect it, did you? No, I absolutely did not expect turpentine. And that's the beauty of it. <laughs> hey guys, welcome back to Horror Cultural. The podcast where... The podcast where... You can do it. Oh, shit. You can do it. We show love for all things spooky and macabre. Like 99% correct. Damn it, man. <laughs> You're supposed to say that. Anyway, welcome back to Horror Cultural, where we grow love for all That's things it. spooky and macabre. Grow love, show love, same fucking shit. <laughs> it's... The name is a pun of horticultural, which is the study of plants. What do plants do? They fucking grow. <laughs> so we grow love. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So, welcome back. Uh, yeah. What friggin' episode is this? Six? Five? Six? One of those? Five or six. I don't know. We'll get it together one of these times. Yeah. <laughs> Um, in keeping with the urban legends, I will be doing another New Jersey-specific urban legend. Um, but then after this, I think we're going to switch gears. Pardon me. Chapstick break. We're going to move over to true crime after this. Yes, which is, you know, my passion. That's her main thing. I just, uh, I get wrapped up in the discussions every so often. Um, but yeah, she'll be doing another urban legend from, I believe, I'm, I'm assuming it from Jersey again, right? Yes. And my urban legend will actually be coming from outside of the States. Oh. The States? Plural? Yes. Okay. As an out of the country. Gotcha. And she is actually going to start off this episode. All right. So first, let me preface this by saying. Yeah. <laughs> the name made me laugh. Ah, uh, okay, I know where you're going. So, let me introduce you to the hooker man <laughs> of Long Valley, New Jersey. Did you... No, I didn't. I did not cough up soda on my laptop, so we're good. <laughs> <laughs> the hooker man of where? Long Valley, New Jersey, which is Morris County, and that's in northern New Jersey. Oh, of course it is. I believe it's near Hackettstown, which is uh, where okay. Dooney used to live. So, like, Oh, where we uh, stayed the night at her place? Yes. Okay. Um, and then we helped her move here. Yeah. Uh, which, if I remember correctly, that was about three hours north of us. That house had amazing Wi-Fi. It definitely, yeah. Oh, my God. What would take, like, 30 minutes to download down here? You could, like, sneeze, and it would be, like, 50% done. <laughs> well, she paid for the good shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, so since my last episode on the Flanders Hotel was short but sweet, I'm going to try to make this one a little bit longer. Mm -hmm. The thing about these is you never know because it's part fact, part fake, and that's kind of the beauty and, of it in the weird way. Yeah, and there's a little bit of truth mixed in somewhere. Yeah. You just don't really friggin' know where. Yeah. All right, so imagine being on a darky-ass, creepy railroad tracks at night. So right around my dad's house. 
right down the street. And right down here, yeah. And at Aunt Christie's. <laughs> Basically anywhere we've lived, because there's always been a fucking train track nearby. But here's the funny thing, too, is, and I feel like this Flanders... Christ, even in Cardi's Point, too, I think. Yeah. I feel like the Flanders is, like, calling out to us because the train tracks runs through Nepcong, Flanders... <laughs> And Bud Lake. It's like, the Flanders is fucking taunting me. <laughs> Bud Lake. Huh. Alright. Bud with two Ds. Bud. Bud Dud. So the hooker man is also said to be seen on North Four Bridges Road. Okay. But Morris County has also seen him on... Oh, I'm gonna fuck these names all the way up. Not Right Railroad Tracks. Okay. In Washington... In Washington... Township. Not the Washington Township here. There's another one up there. There's north. another one up there. Damn. Names are so unoriginal anymore that we have two of the same thing in the same state. Well, it's like Morris Township. Yeah. Down here, there's... It's it's spelled Maurice. Yeah. But it's not said that way. Yeah. There's also one up there. Is it? Yeah, it's weird. Kind of like how it's pronounced Ephraim, but it's spelled Ephraim. Yeah, it's Ephraim? Yeah. yeah. I've always um, said Ephraim. <laughs> so, he's also be... He's... They've seen him on the not right railroad tracks uh -huh. in Washington Township. Um, but not that Washington. Township. Not ours. There's also claims of seeing him in Hillsborough in Somerset County okay. at the abandoned railroad tracks off of Royce Field Road. Hey, good job. So basically, he's all over up there. I just want to say, before we get any deeper into this, Hooker Man sounds like some, like, Candyman shit. Yeah. We're like... Because they have hooks. The, yeah. But it's just like, it just sounds like the name that white people would give to a different, a person of different color to make them sound scarier. And I'm like, as soon as you said the name, I was just like, oh, Lordy, no. <laughs> Well, you're not lying there. No! No way! No. Okay. Whoo! From everything I've read, he is he was white. Okay. Fucking white people. Okay. <laughs> so who is the hooker man, you might ask? Yeah, uh, yeah, who is the hooker man? It said he is the ghost of a former railroad worker who was killed on the tracks. Which is debatable! Like mm -hmm. all of these urban legends. Yes. The killed part. Oh. <laughs> The trains were said to carry coal, iron ore, and other fuel sources. Mm -hmm. Some say he was a night watchman on the tracks who lost his arm in a train mishap while working the Bartley Flanders <laughs> Spur. Now, I didn't know what a spur was, so I had to look it up. It's defined as rail spur means the section of... Oh, sorry. Quote. <laughs> rail spur means the section of railroad track to be constructed and maintained by agreement among the city... And the county. Mm-hmm. Whatever the fuck that means. Anywho, back to the story. So some say that one night while signaling the train, an, on, an oncoming train, yeah. to stop, he fell on the tracks and was and knocked got, unconscious. And then he got hit by the train, I'm assuming. When he woke up, he quickly figured out the train ran right the fuck over him and cut off his arm. Ugh. Now, I would figure that you'd bleed out from that. Yeah. Not, like, real fast, either. Like, I mean, I'm not a doctor, but when I you mean, have a severed limb... You tend to bleed, unless... We've seen enough horror flicks to yeah. see that you spurt and... Well, I mean, 
mean, like, unless the train, like, because you know how, like, the train wheels work. They're like, they're like, they get like crushed and carotid. So what I, is that the right word? Carotid? No. (laughs) (laughs) Cauterized. There you go. But, uh, yeah, like, like with how train wheels work, because they're basically, yeah, they, they're like the, uh, the fucking, what are they? Hubcat, like the hubcaps, like the wheel hubs of a tire. That way, that when they spin, they're hugging the rail itself to keep it going. But because they're moving so fast, I would assume they get hot enough to cauterize. Yeah, to cauterize it as it gets cut off. Well, I don't know. I ain't a damn doctor. I'm not either, but that that would be my like two cents toward it. (laughs) Well, I mean, I don't know how long it would take for you to bleed out if you could bleed out that way. But anyway. Uh, Yeah, that's a good question. Another story says that the train didn't see his lantern light, you know, the old school lantern lights. (coughs) Excuse me. And that it hit him, cut off not just his arm, but trapped him and left him struggling on the other side of the tracks. How it would leave him trapped, like to me, something like that, you'd get drugged. I digress, I don't know. My Google history is going to hate me for this. I just Googled how long does it take to bleed out from a severed arm. Oh, Jesus Christ. If the hemorrhaging isn't stopped, a person can bleed to death in just five minutes. Well. And if the injuries are severe, this timeline may may be even shorter. However, not every person who bleeds to death will die within minutes of the start of bleeding. Oh, Jesus. So anywhere from... That's got to be a terrible way to go. Anywhere from, like, I would say 30 seconds to five plus minutes is what they're telling you. All right. Well, it left him trapped and struggling on the side of the tracks. This story said also that his arm, shirt, and skin were stuck to the tracks. Ew. So, fucking ew. All over the place right there. Anyway, the train kept it pushing and made its way. I'm laughing because it's a shame. I'm not laughing at this poor man because this is... Terrible. I, I can't even That's imagine. a hell of a way to go. But the train kept it pushing and made its way to the next town, leaving the poor guy there, basically, like I said, to bleed to death. Mm-hmm. And it's said that the man's arm, still holding the lantern, Ugh. went with the train. Ugh. So, kind of like if you hit a bird and it's stuck to your grill, which Granny has done. Which you have done. That was a bunny. Oh, God, yeah, it was. It was a bunny. I cried, okay? I did, too. Well, I didn't cry, but I felt very, very bad about it. Granny hit a baby owl once, and it was stuck to the grill, and she made me, because she was crying so hard, she made me pull that poor little baby owl. She had this big fucking old green LTD. It was like a goddamn tank. (laughs) And she made me pull the poor little thing off of the grill of mm. the car and bury it. I cried so hard. I'm like, why are you making me do this? <laughs> I couldn't have been more than 14. <laughs> anyway, shit kids do, right? Mm-mm-mm. I lost my place. Oh, anyway, so this is, like I said, there's several stories. Yeah. Here. The next day, they f- the, the, this is the one where they find him dead. Mm-hmm. The following day, they find him dead from blood loss and shock. I mean, I'm sure. Yeah. The, by the locals. His hand and arm that held the lantern were gone. Mm-hmm. Now, another story I found claimed basically the same thing, that he fell out unconscious. They don't say why that he fell out. Like, the stories all say, oh, he just 
fell the fuck out. Just a ghost banana peel. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> was he sick? Did he have the flu? Did he was... get, like, a sudden hit case of vertigo? I mean, you know, it happens, but... I, I mean, I have stood up too quickly once in a while and have fallen back down. I, uh, <laughs> shit, I just fell up the steps at work today, and I was... I'm not even joking. I came back to sat at my desk and I said to the girls, I said, guess what I just did? And they were like, what? I said, I just fell up three steps and, you know, coming back in. And they were like, I said, and the worst part was I laughed at myself, but nobody else was around to laugh with me. <laughs> I totally did. Dropped my sunglasses, went to pick them up and fell up three steps. I was like, fucking hell. Anyway, we, we get off track so much, guys. Sorry. But... So most of the stories say that he's he fell to the tracks, knocked fell, himself he out. Just fa he falls out. I don't yeah. know why. So this one says, when he woke up, he saw his arm severed at the elbow, mm. but it was across the other side of the tracks. So it ran him over, but his arm was still there. And it flew... On the other side. Right. Okay. So this story says he recovered from his injuries, and then he attached a hook... <laughs> As a prosthetic and hung the lantern at the end of it. Like, I'm totally getting Candyman vibes. Yeah, because, like, you guys can't see it, but, like, hook with, like, the little, like, the little curly bit at the end of it. So he's just, so he's just kind of like, eh. Yeah. It's, like that almost. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I need to take a sippy sippy on that one. <laughs> You guys know what I'm talking about. Those hooks with the little, like. The little curly dudes at the end. Yeah. <laughs> the creepy shit like Candyman has. <laughs> so, um, with this lantern attached to his hook, I guess this is where the name Hooker Man came from. Yeah. He was seen at night on the tracks looking for his arm. Even though that other story said he... So, yeah, that it was on the other side of the tracks. <clears throat> so I'm assuming that this is playing off of the the, sto the original well, story. Well, the, the one, the other story said he saw it. Fly off. And or... that he lived. Like, this is what I mean. It's rooted... This is why it's an urban legend. Because it's rooted in fact, fiction, and somewhere in in between some fuckery. Yeah. The three Fs. Fact, fiction, and fuckery. Ooh, that's a good one. Right? Well, we need to make that shirt. <laughs> so, you know, he was looking for his arm, even though another story said he's seen it. But then yet another one said he was looking for his wedding ring that was attached to the arm that he lost. What is it with wedding rings? The Flanders Hotel, somebody was, was just about to bring that ring. up, too. Like, the Flanders in this one, too many similarities. <laughs> okay? And both done by you. I know. And I didn't even know they had similarities. <laughs> so, another urban legend slash haunting where someone is looking for their ring, a.k.a. Flanders. Yeah. So they say he kept looking for either the ring or the arm until he died. Yeah. This is the story where he was alive. Okay. I couldn't find a time frame for this other than around the dawn of the last century. So what would that be? Like the Industrial Revolution? Well, yeah, because they're carting iron ore and... So yeah, like what, the 1800s? Early 19, something like that. I mean, now, all this stuff is automated with lights and shit, so it's not like people do this anymore. Yeah. You're not out there holding a... Bing bong! Train here! Yeah, you're not <laughs> holding a lantern, you know, and, and swinging it like this. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know. But, you know, basically that's all. He fell out unconscious, was hit by a train, and lost his arm. And whether he lived or he died, it, that's the part that... 
people seem to, you know, can't get right. So anyway. So we're looking at, if it is during the Industrial Revolution, we're looking at anywhere between 1760 and between 1820 and 1840. So there's like a hundred year span there that this could have taken place That's in. That's quite a bit of time. Yeah. Alright, so here's the... Or to the early 1900s, like you said. Right. Here's the... The quote, quote. The, the air testicles. The legend. Yeah. So people have heard the dull sound of the train horn blowing in the distance on abandoned tracks. I guess there's a lot of abandoned tracks up there. Maybe some of the ones I mentioned. Probably. I'm not scrolling back to name them again. <laughs> the not right or whatever. You also feel the rumble you would feel when a train is coming. I mean, and we live literally a half a block yeah, from we, train tracks. So we with, know what that feels yeah, like. Yeah, same at Dad's house. You hear the train. You feel it. You feel it first. Yeah, you feel it, then you hear it. Yeah. That's how trains work around here. <laughs> so, you know... You feel the rumble when the train is coming, and some have even seen the light of a lantern. Hmm. They've seen a green light. Oh, no, wait. I totally just fucked up my own notes. <coughs> so the stories that I've seen, some have said they've seen a green light. Uh-huh. An amber or orangish light. Yeah. But the color of the light seems to change with the story of the person telling the yeah. story. Huh. The light appears in the distance, about 10 feet above the tracks. How fucking tall was this guy? I mean... You're holding... Yeah. yeah. I mean... Totally holding my arm up, guys, for... Yeah, because you can't see. He's, but even For all the listeners we, trying to look at this at home, she's got her arm, like, straight out. But, I mean, even Big Daddy, who is six foot three... Yeah. Holding a lantern as high as he can... That's like... still not 10 feet high. Yeah. Unless he was, unless the guy was on like a mini, like a little stage, like a platform. Yeah, that's the word I was thinking of, like a platform. <clears throat> All right, so it appears, uh, appears. <laughs> <laughs> we can see what's on your mind. Here. Um, ten feet. Oh fuck, I forgot we were making ice. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it picked up on there, but we had we uh, we have an ice maker in the other room. Woo! And when ice drops, you actually like hear like click it a click click click. <laughs> So, it appears 10 feet above the tracks and uh -huh. speeds towards you. Okay. It doesn't walk towards you. It's like hauling ass at you between 25 and 40 miles an hour. Yeah. Uh, no thank you. <laughs> you know what? This actually vaguely reminds me of an episode of Hey Arnold. <laughs> no, we're not going there. Why? Because that's Hey Arnold. It's a fucking cartoon. There is an episode about a haunted train. Maybe they got it from this. Who knows? <clears throat> so, there's reports of seeing the man himself carrying the light, but you still hear the sounds of the train. Uh-huh. So then you've got, you know, fucking kids. Here we go again with fucking kids testing out their ball sacks. Oh, yeah. And they're said to have stopped their cars on the train tracks only oh, to have their that. cars stall and then they can't restart them immediately. And then they see the light and feel the rumble and hear a horn. And then smell the shit in their pants. And they can't get their car started. <laughs> see, well, to be honest, that part kind of like freaks me out because Granny's brother, um, my uncle, Reese, died in a train accident. Mm. Basically, the arms didn't come down. Uh, you know how we have arms? Yeah. And the train T-boned the car that my uncle was in and killed him. Mm. So that part kind of like, you know, 
fucks me up, and he was a great guy. He was six foot seven, super tall. So he could have been the hooker man at one time. Well, you know, my my I just feel bad for my cousins and my aunt and yeah. my my mom and all that stuff. But and a lot of sad accidents have been tied to train tracks. So this is uh-huh. why I, you know, fucking kids, uh-huh. don't ever do that shit cuz you never know when there might be a malfunction. Hey. <laughs> PSA, don't do that shit. <laughs> trains, I digress. I'm getting way Trains are bad news. I'm getting way off track. <laughs> God damn it. God and she's so proud of herself for that, too. So, yeah, cars stalling on tracks, the sounds of trains, the rumble of trains, strange floating lights, and a ghostly specter are seen all around the area. Well, weird New Jersey. Hi, Mark and Mark! It's your, bu- it's your boy, Mark. Spoke to geologists. Um, here's the technical shit. Uh-huh. Since the tracks were said to carry iron and coal, uh-huh. to ask about the area. They're said to be quartz-bearing rocks under pressure, which will produce electrical discharges known as the pico-electric effect. And okay. this will cause ball lightning. Oh, okay. Which um, is, I guess, a type of the color of the balls of color. Yeah. I, I, how many times can I say color in this sentence? That so the people could be seeing. That yeah. could be one. Just like the discharge of <coughs> rocks under pressure giving off light is what they could be seeing. Well, and we know from witchy shit that crystals will have very, very high energy. Yep. So another mm-hmm. explanation is the green light is supposedly due to all the chemical deposits in the soil. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's not fucking scary at all. Mm-mm. I think I'd rather have the ghost. <laughs> so that's either due to uh, pollution or natural mining. Yeah. So no, ha- no matter how you feel about this story or what the causes of lights to come hauling ass at you yeah. or your car stalling on the tracks because you're fucking stupid yep. and think you can play around like that. I think <laughs> I'll pass on playing around with the tracks. That's a really hard fucking no for me. Um, but that is the hooker man <laughs> of, I forget what county, let me scroll all the way uh, up, uh, Long Valley, New Jersey yeah. in Morris County. And I'm sorry, but that is one we will not be going to. I don't want to be anywhere near tracks. So that is it for me. What do you got? So. Oh, son of mine. I'm not going to give you the title of this. I'm just going to go right into it. Is this, might this be something I know? This will be something you know. Like, you you won't know it at first, but you do know what I'm going to talk about. Okay. Let's see. So. The Aztec Empire in Mexico. Oh, shit. Within the age of the Aztecs, which went from 1300 to 1521, they had developed the area that was nothing more than an island in a volcanic caldera, which would be later known as Mexico City. With chinampas, which are man-made islands, and canals to help farmers navigate them. Okay. During the the Spanish-Aztec War, which was from 1519 to 1521... Many women and children fled from conquistadors and hid among the canals. The women, many of them, would commit suicide so they could avoid being captured by the Spanish and raped by the Spanish. What the fuck? Fast forward to the 1950s. Oh, shit. Found south of Mexico City in the canals of... I apologize to any Spanish-speaking people... Xochimilco, 
the Isla de las Muñecas, or the Island of the Dolls. Yes! <laughs> yes! Za I think, I think, uh... Think Ghost Adventures Ghost did this. Ghost Adventures did it! So. Yo! <laughs> nope, we ain't going there. So, the Isla de las Muñecas is a small island dedicated... You did that pretty good. Thank you. Is a small island dedicated <coughs> to the death of a young girl who was never named, who supposedly drowned and washed up on its shore. The story goes... And this, I apologize, everybody. My allergies are fucking brutal right now. And th it, this isn't like any of the other urban legends that we have talked about, where it's like it's like four different stories about it. Each time I've read the backstory to this, it has all been fairly the same. Okay. So the story goes that the caretaker care, uh, caretaker of the island at the time, so the 1950s, his name is Don Julian Santana Barrera found a little girl that had drowned and he couldn't save her. Now, there's other details to that where it's like, you know, she was playing in the in the canals with her sisters and friends and a tide, like a current, pulled her under and he dove in like to save... Like a rip, rip yeah. current? Yeah. Riptide? Is that what it's called? A riptide? Something like that. But, so like the other versions of the story are usually around that part where it's like, the girl washed up and she was already dead and he couldn't save her or... You know, he saw her get pulled under, dove in to save her, couldn't save her after that. But it's it all leads to... She's got stank face from bad beer. Oh, yuck. Anyway, so, digressing back to the story. What, the, the basic point is she, she drowned and he couldn't save her. Right. But not, not long after she had passed away, he saw a doll floating in the water nearby. Oh, fuck that. He assumed... You know, if the doll's this close by, it's probably hers. Right. So he grabbed it and he hung it from a tree as a means of respect and showing support to the soul of the deceased child. Okay. Now, according to the New York Post author Paula Freilich, who visited the island this past Halloween Eve... Uh, no thank you! Barrera's great-nephew... I don't know, I am so sorry, sir, but I don't know if I'm going to be able to pronounce your name right. Rogelio or Rogelio Sanchez Santana said that when Julian found the dead body is when trouble actually started getting bad. Like it went, it started like eh, but then it went from bad and then it went to worse. Yeah, it went right to shit show. <laughs> Basically, he would see ghosts in the mornings. He w one day he woke up and his crops were just straight up dead. Oh my god! And like they were fine the day before. Basically. Fuck. Land tainted by the spirit prevented all attempts to grow food on that island. It's not a real big island either. It's like probably like an acre. Yeah. And so he had built an altar in his cabin to appease the spirit. Right. But to no avail. Oh, shit. <laughs> so there are different versions of this part of the story, which is the part where he starts collecting more dolls. Right, because there's a fuck ton of dolls there. I can give you a fair estimate in a few sentences. But um, he started collecting dolls, some say to protect himself, some say to try to appease her. That's what, yeah. That, those, are, those are the main things you'll hear, is one of those two. Over the next 50 fucking years, Barrera had collected 
over a thousand dolls. As a Where's he getting them from? Oh, I was just about to tell you that. Oh. From Trash in the City and gifted to him from friends and other people like to neighbors. Make her happy. Yes. Now, the sad part is in 2001, Don Julian Santana Barrera died of a heart attack in 2001. Oh. The fucked up part about that is he had a heart attack at the same spot he found the drowned girl. <laughs> oh. Makes you wonder, did he see something again? How old was he? Uh, well, actually, let me find out. But yeah, it was... Because, like, maybe he saw something and being older, right? he had a damn heart attack. Julian Santana Barrera. When did you die, my guy? Uh... Elevator music insertion here. Alright, so he was born in 1921, so he lived to be 80. Okay, yeah. You could see some crazy shit and have a fucking heart attack and die right there. After Barrera's death or supernatural murder, take your pick, Rogelio, Rogelio's uncle, Anastasio, took over until his death in 2019. Okay, so that wasn't they didn't, that long ago. Yes. Like I said, this, this story from Miss Paula Freilich is... As of like two, like a year ago, so the uh, the guy's uncle died, and the guy's great uncle was Julian. The Santana original Rara. guy. Yes. So after <coughs> his uncle's death in 2019, <coughs> now Rogelio is the guardian of the island, which sounds like it's just staying in the family. I, they want to keep it in the family, I guess. You should have rewatched that episode of Ghost Adventures. Oh no, I I remembered it. All right, well we're gonna have to get some snappies of that to yeah. put for the YouTube because it's creepy. As yeah, that fuck. island is fucking spooky. Yes, but, the dolls um, hanging by their necks and shit. But oh, we're gonna get to that in a second. So he's now the guardian of the island, but he has made the smart decision not to live on the fucking island itself. Good on you, dude. He. He lives on his own island that is about 20 minutes away from that one, on the canal still. He has been quoted saying, basically, when I, he, th this is what I've written. He's quoted as saying, when I pass away, the ownership, I leave to the dead. He doesn't want anyone guarding this island after her. Good for him. When he dies, he wants to be the he's last like, person. I'm not leaving this legacy to anybody else. Exactly. He's just like, when and I die, he... this island's for the for the fucking for the yeah. fucking birds. And leave them have their own damn island because you know what? There's spirits wandering there, and they just oh, want to yeah. be left alone. So, Isla de las Muñecas has become a massive tourist destination for ghost hunters, obviously. And lovers of the supernatural in general. I love that shit, but I ain't going. I If it wasn't dolls, I would. I hate dolls so much. <laughs> and Sorry! <laughs> well, no, it's not that... Well, actually, yeah, it is kind of your fault. <laughs> it is. So, side story. When I was little, my mom would drop me off to... I, it must have been a family friend or something. Uh, lived in... um. Lived near the Mount Royal in the Mount Royal area. Goof. No, when I was real little, and um, oh, uh, it's near the Penn's Pizza place, like what the road right next to that or something. You dropped me off. Uncle Russ used to live there. Yes, the guy that lived across the the, the person that would watch me, the person you would drop me off to have their son watch me, lived like 
two houses down and across the street from them. And that guy fucking tortured me with a Chucky doll the entire time. Well, I know I let you watch Chucky and it scared the shit out of you. I it had... didn't scare me until he fucking tortured me with a Chucky doll. Well, had I known that, I would have gone and fucked his ass <laughs> up. But, but yeah. you know, Mama Bear, she don't play. But yeah. I had a, I have a very, very strong fear of dolls, mannequins, and uh, stuff of the like. <laughs> well, I'm not a huge fan of them either. And mirrors. Mirrors freak me out too. But that's beside the point. Anyway. Boy, did we just get off track there. So, people... Sorry! Have, <laughs> people have said that they've seen many things happen <coughs> on and around the island itself. Such as the dolls' heads and arms moving... Nope. So, like, people, I the couple of things that I and you can't just the breeze is just not gonna do no. Especially, it's it takes a little bit of force to to to, yeah. Even when the especially when they're old and they get like the crusty underneath of it, you're just like, eh. You gotta like wrench that shit. Yeah. So, from what I've seen, and by by that I mean what I've read, um, when people are passing by on like boats and whatnot. They'll look toward the island, and they'll say that they see the dolls' heads turn to follow the boat. Nope! As they're going by. Nope! So they'll see the heads and arms move, as well as their eyes opening and closing. Like they're waving at them and shit? Kind of like, I guess kind of like this. Kind of oh, like, like a... like a Like that. a janky puppet movement was like the... Sh -sh 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 -sh, that kind of thing? Nope. Or it could be anything as innocuous as just like the slow... The that real... would be even creepier! You guys can't see this, but I'm doing, like, the the really slow, like, joint movement, like, oh, at the shoulder. But, um, yeah, they'll see that kind of stuff. Others have said that they've heard the dolls whispering to each other. Nope! While on the island. And even trying to lure boats to come to the island. Oh, God. No. So, like, it just imagine, like... Uh, like you're you're just on a you're on a boat, and you just, I ain't going there. No, you just like imagine you're on a boat, right? And you're just like ah, oh, you know, I'm on the canal, I'm having a great time sailing down the canal, and then you just start hearing, hey, come to the come to this island. We got really cool things here. No. And then you get there, and then like eight dolls jump you and like turn your insides into outsides. <laughs> hard pass scooter so it's I, this i actually found out to get to the island you have to go and i apologize for if i'm pronouncing these incorrectly there's two emparcaderos which i guess are like ports okay so there's two ports which are the only ways <coughs> to get to the island there is the emparcaderos Cuimanco. And the Embarcaderos Fernando Caleda. Okay. Caleda. Celeda. C-E-L-E-D-A. Celeda? Something like that. Okay. Those are the only Sorry, two... guys. We are not of Hispanic descent. I try not to be of Hispanic ascent, ascent, descent, but I try my best to make sure I pronounce things. Right. But it's, a, it's roughly a two-hour ride from those, I'm assuming, ports. I'm just going to say ports. Yeah. It's like roughly a two hour ride from those ports to the island. And even then, you have to ask to be taken there because it's not part of like a canal tour or anything. Well, because they don't want to go there either. 
And even asking isn't guaranteed, because some captains will flat out refuse to go there because they get weirded out by the vibes coming off that island. They say it's a whole lot of, nope. Basically. Nope. <laughs> it is... Hard pass. It is one of the only places in the world that, as a horror supernatural person, love, lover person that I am, I refuse to go there. I won't go there. The fact that it's a, a over a thousand creepy ass dolls hanging from trees clothes by their lines. necks. Not even just that. It's like some of them are hanging by, by necks, by things in their heads. Yeah, I by yeah, by net by their neck, by like nailed to trees. Yep, hanging off clotheslines, nailed to fucking buildings. It's like you can't fart without hitting a goddamn doll. You sneeze in the wrong direction, which in this case is every direction. <laughs> yeah. You look up to sneeze to try to like avoid it. You're still sneezing on a fucking doll. A fucking doll. <laughs> no. But no, like, no. when tourists go there, for, the, uh, for other than the obvious like, oh, spooky area kind of thing, They'll usually go there, and just like with Robert the Doll, which I will do a thing on later, uh, they will go there and, uh, you know, give like give an offering of some kind. You need to leave several offerings. Yeah, they usually come leaving some kind of offering. Sometimes it's like the person's own doll that they want right. to add to it. They'll ask for forgiveness for, like, for uh, trespassing on the island. You know how you avoid that? Don't go you there. You don't go there! Hey, horror fans, am I right? <sighs> am I right, guys? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Uh, I mean, am I right? Uh, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the Island of the Dolls, also known as the Isla de, la Mon de las Muñecas, is one of the only places in the world... I will refuse to go to on the exception that you give me a fuck ton of money to do so. <laughs> Several escape route boats. You make sure you have at least two to three boats. You have at least one or two other boats following us there. Go during the day. And you give me a couple thousand to maybe a million dollars. And, and then I'll consider it. <laughs> and a ton of offerings to leave. Also, the dolls aren't the only thing you have to worry about on that island either. Tons of spiders and feral cats. <laughs> you fucked me at spiders. <laughs> I ain't worried about the cats so much. I'll bring chicken. <laughs> but you can't feed a fucking spider chicken <laughs> and i don't do that and and down there no yeah at least it's not as bad as australia with like huntsman spiders that's why i'll never go to australia you've seen how big those get right yes i have <laughs> for those that, they that, will take up that whole wall for those that don't know what a huntsman spider is imagine like uh, okay so take a spider give it like oh you know i think i might be thinking of a like a what's it called a coconut spider or something like that coconut crab maybe but, but still yeah you know, a huntsman spider is the, 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 yeah the, the, uh, the, the, the body is like the size of a freaking basketball and the arms are long as are shit. like two feet long okay so yeah i'm thinking of the coconut crab but the coconut crab is still a giant monstrosity as well but that's a crab and you can eat it yeah but they also eat birds <laughs> 
If I'm hungry, I'm eating it. <laughs> but yeah, a huntsman spider can grow to like the size of a person, basically. Um, um, no, no thank you. It is wild how big these things can get. So anyway. So yeah, that's <laughs> that's the island of the dolls in how do, how do I say that <laughs> word again? Uh, Xochimilco, which is a canal area of Mexico City. <laughs> so, guys, that is this week's episode. Um, I just want to take a minute to say, fuck Putin. What he is doing to the Ukrainian people and his own people yep. is absolutely disgusting. He is committing... Crimes against humanity, and uh, we stand with Ukraine, and we also stand with Anonymous. Um, you can follow us on all socials at... Horror Cultural, where we grow <laughs> love for all things spooky and macabre. <laughs> you can email us at horrorcultural at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at Horror Cultural. You can find us on the Twitters. We have no fucking Twitter followers yet. Yet. Not one. Please, yet. somebody follow <laughs> us. I mean, damn it, man. At Horror Cultural, we are on the Instagrams as Horror Cultural. And we love you guys. Stay strong, Ukraine. And we will see you guys on the next episode. Bye! Trains. I digress. I'm getting way... Trains are bad news. I'm getting way off track. <laughs> God damn it. God. And she's so proud of herself for that, too. So, yeah. Cars <laughs> stalling on tracks. The sounds of trains. The rumble of trains. Strange floating lights. And a ghostly specter are seen all around the area. Well, we're New Jersey. Hi, Mark and Mark! It's your, bo it's your boy, Mark. Spoke to geologists. Um, here's the technical shit. Uh -huh. Since the tracks were said to carry iron and coal, uh -huh. to ask about the area. They're said to be quartz-bearing rocks under pressure, which will produce electrical discharges known as the pico-electric effect. And okay. this will cause... Ball lightning. Oh, okay. Which um, is, I guess, a type of the color of the balls of color. Yeah. Uh, how many times can I say color in this sentence? That so the people could be seeing. That yeah. could be one. Just like the discharge of <coughs> rocks under pressure giving off light is what they could be seeing. Well, and we know from witchy shit that crystals have very, very high energy. Yep. So, another explanation is the green light is supposedly due to all the chemical deposits in the soil. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's not fucking scary at all. <clears throat> I think I'd rather have the ghost. <laughs> so, that's either due to uh, pollution or natural mining. Yeah. So, no, no matter how you feel about this story or what the causes of lights to come hauling ass at you. Yeah. Or your car stalling on the tracks because you're fucking stupid. Yep. And think you can play around like that. I think <laughs> I'll pass on playing around with the tracks. That's a really hard fucking no for me. Um, 
But that is the hooker man <laughs> of, I forget what county, let me scroll all the way uh, up, uh, Long Valley, New Jersey yeah. in Morris County. And I'm sorry, but that is one we will not be going to. I don't want to be any, anywhere near Trex. So that is it for me. What do you got? So. Oh, son of mine. I'm not going to give you the title of this. Oh, I'm just going to go right into it. Am, is this? Might this be something I know? This will be something you know. What? Like you? You won't know it at first, but you do know what I'm going to talk about. Okay. <clears throat> Let's see. So, <sighs> the Aztec Empire in Mexico. Oh shit! Within the age of the Aztecs, which went from 1300 to 1521, they had developed the area that was nothing more than an island in a volcanic caldera, which would be later known as Mexico City. With chinampas, which are man-made islands, and canals to help farmers navigate them. Okay. During the, Az the Spanish-Aztec War, which was from 1519 to 1521, many women and children fled from conquistadors and hid among the canals. The women, many of them, would commit suicide so they could avoid being captured by the Spanish and raped by the Spanish. What the Fast forward to the 1950s. Oh, shit. Found south of Mexico City in the canals of... I apologize to any Spanish-speaking people. Xochimilco. The Isla de las Muñecas. Or... The Island of the Dolls. Yes! <laughs> yes! I think... I think... Uh, they Ghost Adventures Ghost did this. Ghost Adventures did it! So, yo, <laughs> nope, we ain't going there. So, the Isla de las Muñecas is a small island you dedicated. Did that pretty good. Thank you. Is a small island dedicated <coughs> to the death of a young girl who was never named, who supposedly drowned and washed up on its shore. The story goes, and this. <laughs> I apologize, everybody. My allergies are fucking brutal right now. And it, it, this isn't like any of the other urban legends that we have talked about, where it's like it's like four different stories about it. Each time I've read the backstory to this, it has all been fairly the same. Okay. So the story goes that the caretaker caretaker of the island at the time, so the 1950s, his name is Don Julian Santana Barrera. Found a little girl that had drowned and he couldn't save her. Now, there's other details to that where it's like, you know, she was playing in the in the canals with her sisters and friends, and a tide, like a current, pulled her under and he dove in like to save. Like a rip, rip yeah. current? Yeah. Riptide? Is that what it's called? A riptide? Something like that. But, so like the other versions of the story are usually around that part where it's like, the girl washed up and she was already dead and he couldn't save her, or... You know, he saw her get pulled under, dove in to save her, couldn't save her after that. But it's it all leads to... The... She's got stank face from bad beer. Oh, yuck. Anyway, so, digressing back to the story. What, the, the basic point is she, she drowned and he couldn't save her. Right. But not, not long after she had passed away, he saw a doll floating in the water nearby. Oh, fuck that. He assumed... You know, if the doll's this close by, it's probably hers. Right. So he grabbed it and he hung it from a tree as a means of respect and showing support to the soul of the deceased child. Okay. Now, according to the New York Post author Paula Freilich, 
who visited the island this past Halloween Eve. Uh, no thank you! Barrera's great nephew... I don't know, I am so sorry, sir, but I don't know if I'm going to be able to pronounce your name right. Rogelio, or Rogelio, Sanchez Santana, said that when Julian found the dead body is when trouble actually started getting bad. Like, it went, it started like, eh, but then it went from bad and then it went to worse. Yeah, it went right to shit show. Basically. He would see ghosts in the mornings. He, w one day he woke up and his crops were just straight up dead. Oh my god. And like they were fine the day before? Basically. Fuck. Land tainted by the spirit prevented all attempts to grow food on that island. It's not a real big island either. It's like probably like an acre. Yeah. And so he had built an altar in his cabin to appease the spirit. Right. But to no avail. Oh, shit. <laughs> so there are different versions of this part of the story, which is the part where he starts collecting more dolls. Right. Because there's a fuck ton of dolls there. I can give you a fair estimate in a few sentences. But, um, he started collecting dolls. Some say to protect himself. Some say to try to appease her. That's what, yeah. That, those, are, those are the main things you'll hear, is one of those two. Over the next 50 fucking years, Barrera had collected over a thousand dolls. As a Where's he getting them from? Oh, I was just about to tell you that. Oh. From a trash in the city and gifted to him from friends and other people like to neighbors. Make her happy. Yes. Now the sad part is in two thousand one, Don Julian Santana Barrera died of a heart attack in two thousand one. Oh. The fucked up part about that is he had a heart attack at the same spot he found the drowned girl. <laughs> oh, makes you wonder, did he see something again? How old was he? Uh, well, actually, let me find out. But yeah, it was... Because, like, maybe he saw something and being older, right? he had a damn heart attack. Julian Santana Barrera. When did you die, my guy? Elevator music insertion here. Alright, so he was born in 1921, so he lived to be 80. Okay, yeah. You could see some crazy shit and have a fucking heart attack and die right there. After Barrera's death, or supernatural murder, take your pick, Rogelio, Rogelio's uncle, Anastasio, took over until his death in 2019. Okay, so that wasn't they didn't, that long ago. Yes. Like I said, this this story from Miss Paula Freilich is as of like two like a year ago. So, the uh, the guy's uncle died, and the guy's great-uncle was Julian... The Santana original Rara. guy. Yes. So, after <laughs> his uncle's death in 2019, <coughs> now Rogelio is the guardian of the island, which sounds... I guess it's just staying in the family? I, they want to keep it in the family, I guess. You should have rewatched that episode of Ghost Adventures. Oh, no, I, I remembered it. All right, well, we're going to have to get some snappies of that to yeah. put for the YouTube because it's creepy as Yeah, that fuck. island is fucking spooky. Yes, but, the dolls um, hanging by their necks and shit. But, oh, we're going to get to that in a second. So, he's now the guardian of the island, but he has made the smart decision not to live on the fucking island itself. Good on you, dude. He, he lives on his own island that is about 20 minutes away from that one, on the canal still. 
he has been quoted saying, basically, when I... He, th this is what I've written. He's quoted as saying, when I pass away, the ownership, I leave to the dead. He doesn't want anyone guarding this island after her. Good for him. When he dies, he wants to be the he's last like, person. I'm not leaving this legacy to anybody else. Exactly. He's just like, when and I die, he... this island's for the for the fucking for the yeah. fucking birds. And leave them have their own damn island because you know what? There's spirits wandering there, and they just oh, want to be yeah. left alone. So, Isla de las Muñecas has become a massive tourist destination for ghost hunters, obviously. And lovers of the supernatural in general. I love that shit, but I ain't going. I If it wasn't dolls, I would. I hate dolls so much. <laughs> and Sorry. <laughs> well, no, it's not that. Well, actually, yeah, it is kind of your fault. <laughs> it is. So, side story. When I was little, my mom would drop me off to... I, it must have been a family friend or something. Uh, lived in... um. Lived near the Mount Royal in the Mount Royal area. Goof. No, when I was real little, and um, oh, uh, it's near the Penn's Pizza place, like what the road right next to that or something. You dropped me off. Uncle Russ used to live there. Yes, the guy that lived across the, the the person that would watch me, the person you would drop me off to have their son watch me, lived like two houses down and across the street from them, and. That guy fucking tortured me with a Chucky doll the entire time. Well, I know I let you watch Chucky and it scared the shit out of you. I it had... didn't scare me until he fucking tortured me with a Chucky doll. Well, had I known that, I would have gone and fucked his ass up. But, <laughs> but yeah. you know, Mama Bear, she don't play. But yeah, I, had a, I have a very, very strong fear of dolls, mannequins, and uh, stuff of the like. <laughs> uh, I'm not a huge fan of them either. And mirrors. Mirrors freak me out, too. But that's beside the point. Anyway. Boy, did we just get off track there. So, people... Sorry! Have, <laughs> people have said that they've seen many things happen <coughs> on and around the island itself. Such as the doll's heads and arms moving. Nope! So, like, people... I The couple of things that I've And you can't just... The breeze is just not gonna do no, that. No, especially... It, it's, it takes a little bit of force to, to, to move. Yeah, even when they, especially when they're old and they get like the crusty underneath of it, and yeah. you're just like, eh, you gotta like wrench that shit. Yeah. So from what I've seen, and by by that I mean what I've read, um, when people are passing by on like boats and whatnot, they'll look toward the island and they'll say that they see the dolls' heads turn to follow the boat. Nope. As they're going by. Nope. So they'll see the heads and arms move as well as their eyes opening and closing. Like they're waving at them and shit? Kind of like, I guess kind of like this. Kind of oh, like, like a, like a, like like a janky puppet movement was like the shh, 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 that kind of thing. Nope. Or it could be anything as innocuous as just like the slow. The that real, would be even creepier. You guys can't see this, but I'm doing like the, the really slow, like joint movement, like oh, at the shoulder. But, um... Yeah, they'll see that kind of stuff. Others have said that they've heard the dolls whispering to each other. Nope! While on the island. And even trying to lure boats to come to the island. Oh, God. No. So, like, it just imagine, like, uh, like you're, you're just on a, you're on a boat. And you just... I ain't going there! No, you just, like, imagine you're on a boat, right? 
And you're just like, ah, you know, I'm on the canal. I'm having a great time sailing down the canal. And then you just start hearing, hey, come to, the, come to this island. We got really cool things here. No! And then you get there and then like eight dolls jump you and like turn your insides into outsides. <laughs> it's a hard pass, Scooter. So, it's... I, this I actually found out. To get to the island, you have to go... F and I apologize for if I'm pronouncing these incorrectly. There's two emparcaderos, which I guess are like ports. Okay. So there's two ports, which are the only ways <coughs> to get to the island. There is the embarcaderos Cuimanco and the embarcaderos Fernando Caleda. Okay. Caleda. Celeda. C-E-L-E-D-A. Celeda? Something like that. Okay. Those are the only Sorry, two... guys. We are not of Hispanic descent. I try not to be of Hispanic ascent, ascent, descent, but I try my best to make sure I pronounce things. Right. But it's a it's roughly a two-hour ride from those, I'm assuming ports. I'm just going to say ports. Yeah. It's like roughly a two-hour ride from those ports to the island, and even then, you have to ask to be taken there because... It's not part of, like, a canal tour or anything. Well, because they don't want to go there either! And even asking isn't guaranteed, because some captains will flat-out refuse to go there because they get weirded out by the vibes coming off that island. They say it's a whole lot of... Nope! Basically! Nope! <laughs> it is... Hard pass! It is one of the only places in the world that, as a horror supernatural person... Love, lover person that I am, I refuse to go there. I won't go there. The fact that it's a, a over a thousand creepy ass dolls hanging from trees, clothes by their lines. necks. Not even just that. Like some of them are hanging by, by necks, by things in their heads. Yeah, by yeah, by net by their neck, by like nailed to trees. Yep, hanging off clotheslines, nailed to fucking buildings. It's like you can't fart without hitting a goddamn doll. You sneeze in the wrong direction, which in this case is every direction. <laughs> yeah. You look up to sneeze to try to like avoid it. You're still sneezing on a fucking doll. A fucking doll. <laughs> no. But no, like, no. when tourists go there, for, the, uh, for other than the obvious like, oh, spooky area kind of thing, They'll usually go there, and just like with Robert the Doll, which I will do a thing on later, uh, they will go there and, uh, you know, give like give an offering of some kind. You need to leave several offerings. Yeah, they usually come leaving us some kind of offering. Sometimes it's like the person's own doll that they want right. to add to it. They'll ask for forgiveness for, like, for uh, trespassing on the island. You know how you avoid that? Don't go you there. You don't go there! Hey, horror fans, am I right? <sighs> am I right, guys? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Uh, I mean, am I right? Uh, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the Island of the Dolls, also known as the Isla de, la Mon de las Muñecas, is one of the only places in the world... I will refuse to go to on the exception that you give me a fuck ton of money to do so. <laughs> Several escape route boats. You make sure 
You have at least two to three boats. You have at least one or two other boats following us there. Go during the day. And you give me a couple thousand to maybe a million dollars. And then I'll consider it. (laughs) And a ton of offerings to leave. Also, the dolls aren't the only thing you have to worry about on that island either. Tons of spiders and feral cats. (laughs) You fucked me at spiders. (laughs) I ain't worried about the cats so much. I'll bring chicken. (laughs) But you can't feed a fucking spider chicken. (laughs) And I don't do that. And and down there... No. Yeah. At least it's not as bad as Australia with like huntsman spiders. That's why I'll never go to Australia. You've seen how big those get, right? Yes, I have. (laughs) For those that, they will take up that whole wall. For those that don't know what a huntsman spider is, imagine like, uh, okay, so take a spider, give it like, oh wait, no, I think I might be thinking of a, like a, what's it called, a coconut spider or something like that. Coconut crab, maybe, but, but still, yeah, now, a huntsman spider is the, 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 yeah, the, coconut. The, uh, the, the body is like the size of a freaking basketball, and the arms are long as are shit. like two feet long. Okay, so yeah, I'm thinking of the coconut crab. But the coconut crab is still a giant monstrosity as well. But that's a crab and you can eat it. Yeah, but they also eat birds. (laughs) If I'm hungry, I'm eating it. (laughs) But yeah, a huntsman spider can grow to, like, the size of a person, basically. Um, um, no, no thank you. It is wild how big these things can get. So anyway. So yeah, that's, (laughs) that's the island of the dolls in... How do, how do I say that word again? Uh, Xochimilco, which is a canal area of Mexico City. So, guys, that is this week's episode. Um, I just want to take a minute to say, fuck Putin. What he is doing to the Ukrainian people and his own people yep. is absolutely disgusting. He is committing... Crimes against humanity, and uh, we stand with Ukraine, and we also stand with Anonymous. Um, you can follow us on all socials at Horror Cultural, where we grow love <laughs> for all things spooky and macabre. <laughs> You can email us at horrorcultural at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at horrorcultural. You can find us on the Twitters. We have no fucking Twitter followers yet. Yet. Not one. Please, somebody follow (laughs) us. I mean, damn it, man. At horrorcultural, we are on the Instagrams as horrorcultural. And we love you guys. Stay strong, Ukraine, and we will see you guys on the next episode. Bye!